On this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, I speak with former world title challenger Lamont Roach Jr. Roach, who just challenged Jamel Herring for the WBO Junior Lightweight Championship in November, will be back in action on Friday night, August 28th at the Fancy Springs Resort and live on The Zone. Roach talks about that fight with Herring and what he needs to do to move forward to get back into title contention. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with former world title challenger Lamont Roach Jr. Him. So we're going to take this from the top. How's everything going? Uh, obviously, you got this big fight August 28th coming uh, with uh, Neil John Tabano. How's everything going? Everything's going good, man. Uh, you know, we, we're ready. We're blessed. We're blessed to have this opportunity during uh, hard times like this. And, you know, we're ready to show up. Um, obviously, during we had a, a, a little shutdown with the um, the pandemic. Uh how were you able to stay in shape? Uh, you, were you able to get to the gym as much as you needed to get to? Uh, during during the shutdown, when people weren't allowed allowed out the house, uh, you know, we just made a makeshift gym uh, in our basement, and we've been training in there. Uh, I have a treadmill as well, so I had to use the treadmill, and uh, we definitely been staying in shape. We've been working out. Um, and then once we got word that we, we were fighting again, we turned it up. Were you able to, to I don't know, uh, were you able to do any sparring during that, that shutdown? Uh, no. I mean, that, well, we sparred a couple times. We snuck off to the gym uh, when, we, when we weren't allowed to. We, we, we did. Uh, I actually got some uh, in-house work, you know, uh, not, not sparring from anyone outside of, uh, you know, who we know. And um, we definitely use our precautions to check for, uh, you know, symptoms, uh, temperatures and things like that. So, you know, uh, we weren't we, we weren't doing a bad job at trying to stay on, on point. I, I remember it's funny you say I remember I used to run a gym uh, here in Philadelphia and one of the fighters needed sparring on a Saturday and the gym was closed on the Saturday. So the owner said, yeah, he can get he can go in there. Use the back ring and shut the lights. So that's what that, <laughs> that, 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 that's what we do. Is it, it kind of like that? Yeah, it was something like that. We had to make sure nobody was there, and uh, you know we had to tiptoe in there and you know, make it quick. Um, you uh, your last fight obviously was a world title fight. Didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Versus Jamel Herring fought for the world title. Talk about that fight in general, and talk about getting this world title experience. Uh, in general, you know, I thought I fought a good fight. Um, obviously, we didn't capitalize on the world championship opportunity, but um, I appreciate Jamel for giving me that opportunity um, because he could have took the high road and said he wanted to fight another champion or, you know, um, anything like that. So, you know, I definitely appreciate him. But with that loss, you know, we're going to capitalize from it. Um, the experience I got was amazing, and um, I'm going to show you guys what I've learned and what we've implemented outside of uh, outside of that fight as well. Um, again, it, what, what, what was the biggest thing you took away from that fight in terms of what you can use going forward? Um, just to just to start a little a little earlier, uh, not not be so not 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 be so. Uh, What's the word I want to use? I don't want to say passive because I'm not passive, but not not be so uh, analytical, I guess. Uh, trying to analyze things 
and then turn it up. Uh, you know, we should we should step on the gas a little earlier. Cause who's to say, if I hit him earlier, like when I heard him later in the fight, if I would have heard him earlier, we'd be having a you know a different conversation right now. Um, have you? I mean, you mentioned that. Did you do that in previous fights? Or were, were were you to use your term analytical in previous fights, or did it just happen in that fight? No, I would think so. Uh, um, I would say that. Um, you know, in the beginning rounds, they were they kind of like fill out rounds. So uh, I I say I've done that before, and and heard a guy uh, late in the fight again. Like I've I've done that before. Yes. So uh, uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take advantage of uh, what we learned in that fight, and and we're gonna show you guys against uh, Neil John uh, Tab Tab Tabano Yeah. Um. So, good segue. Let's uh, start. Let's get on him. Uh, I know you've you, uh, told me you uh, seen him a couple times. What are your thoughts on him? That he's a rough and he's a, a rough, tough, uh, rugged competitor. I'm sorry. He's a uh, he's a tough competitor, and uh, you know he's going to come to win. But we're, we're going to show that that he's not on our level. You know, we're going to show that we belong in the ring with uh, world class fighters, world champions, and. Uh, people around that, you know, contenders uh, such as myself. Um, you know, this is his first fight at 130. Um, he's never been stopped. Uh, and, uh, you know, he fought a lot of good guys. He fought a lot of undefeated guys. And he fought a lot of uh, tough competitors, and they never stopped him. So, um, you know, that will be a, a, a nice little push. Um, so, I mean, how important is it for you now to – you know, not only win, but but win very impressively. I know this; he's never been stopped before. I, I you know, just look at your record. You're not known for being a knockout fighter with you know, seven knockouts and 19 wins. Um, is it is it important for you to you know put put on a real dominant performance, or maybe even get a late stoppage? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know that the the seven KOs doesn't represent that. I'm a puncher, but uh, if you look at all my fights, uh, I've hurt every single last person I've been in the ring with. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, the the fact that we need to finish those guys, and that's exactly what we've been working on in the gym. And, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna exercise that on uh, Neil John Tabano. You're from Washington, D.C. area, the, the D.C. area, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. A lot, a lot of good fighters coming out of there. You, know, you got Jared Hurd, you got the Fox brothers, some other good fighters down there. Who who do you uh who do you train along with? Uh, we have our own gym, uh that and my dad has uh fighters that he trains. He he actually has Mike Reed, he has uh actually three fighters from Texas, Alex Rincon, George Rincon, the Rincon brothers, and he has a female that's that's dynamite, uh Rihanna Rios. She's from Texas as well. And, um, you know, my dad, he trains the amateurs as well. So, um, you know, we, we have a lot of good fighters and there's a lot of good fighters in the area that I've know that I've came up with in the boxing game. And, um, you know, it's, this area is a hotbed of fighters. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, the 130 pound division, obviously, you know, Jamel up, up close and personal. There's a lot of action going on. It seems to me, and you know, you, you, I know we're looking at it. You probably look at it all the time. A lot of the 130-pound division seems now to be on the on the top rank, and with uh, 
with, with, the, with the champions, with, with Burchelt and Shakur moving up and, uh, yeah. you know, a few other guys. Uh, how, how do you see – what's the 130-pound division look like to you? Uh, well, it's a good thing that top rank and Golden Boy do business. Uh, that's that's definitely a good thing. But I like how it's looking now. Uh, even though the champs are ne- aren't fighting each other right now, I think it'll happen soon. Uh, even though the champs are fighting each other, they're taking good fights. Um, as far as top competition, it, it's 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 coming along. I think it's coming along, and I think there's going to be that 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 moment where. Uh, you know, all the good 130s are going to fight each other. All the champions are going to fight, you know, the good contenders or either fight each other. So that's what I'm looking forward to, and hopefully I'm a part of that. I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm a part of that. Well, in, in terms of names, I mean, where, where do you see it? I mean, it looks like, I mean, should Frampton win the more? He may fight Jamel. Uh, Shakur is is in there somewhere. You got um, Valdez is going to fight Burchell. Uh, where, where where do you see? I mean, I mean, uh, if it's not a rematch with Herring, where where do you see your you know your uh, you know your highway in terms of uh, who who you may run into? Well, with this uh, with this fight here, we're definitely looking uh, look impressive, and we're not overlooking him. But after this fight, we want to fight uh, anybody in any sanctioning body that's uh, you know top five, uh, maybe for like a regional title or anything that would put us in line for a champion because that's our ultimate goal. Um, and it's not, we're not looking at any one specific in, uh, champion in mind. Uh, we don't think any champion is weak. Every champion uh, at 130 is a hell of a fighter. Um, even the contender, even the number one contenders uh, in the sanctioning bodies are. So, you know, that's what we're looking at. Uh, like you said, uh, Golden Boy has one champion. Uh, I have two champions actually. They have Joseph Diaz and then they have Renee Alvarado with the WBA uh, regular championship. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, push come to shove, we want any and every champion. Do you, I believe uh, Joseph Diaz probably has his mandatory coming up. So if if not him, you see, you know, maybe you sneak in there with Alvarado. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully that's what that's what we're looking for. So. Any way we can get to a title run, that's where that's where we're going. Got you. Um, uh, to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, a couple of questions. Uh, you know, you mentioned your dad has uh, been a coach in the amateurs for a long time. Uh, talk about your amateur career. Uh, well, in the amateurs, uh, my dad. First of all, my dad wasn't always my head coach. Just to, uh, let everyone know, my cousin Bernard was my was my head coach. They started me out boxing since I was nine years old. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he uh, passed away in 2017, uh, in October 2017. So uh, my dad definitely took a big step up and, uh, you know, took over. And I like, you know, like I said, not only me, but he took over the other professional fighters as well. And um, the whole amateur program in itself. So, you know, my dad's one hell of a coach. He's doing a hell of a job. Uh, doing his thing and um, you know he's getting results he's not just filling in he's definitely uh, doing his job like he's supposed to how much inspiration do you take from you know your your cousin passing away I mean in terms of motivation uh, you ever thought about you know obviously he's not here but if you win that world title what it would mean to you in terms of you know doing it for him as well 
Yeah, definitely. I think that's, uh, in terms of motivation, I think that's one of the greatest motivations I have. He's the one who, uh, you know, installed the love for for, for boxing in, into me. And, you know, that's a goal we set out, uh, you know, since since I was a kid. Like, you know, he always told me that I'll be one of the best to lace up a pair of gloves, and I'm still on track to make that happen. Uh, you mentioned goal, you're with Golden Boy Promotions. Uh, do the bosses... Uh... Uh, Mr. De La Hoya or Mr. Hopkins ever take you, you know, put their arm around you, take your side and, you know, give you some advice? Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, not just the, not just Bernard and uh, Oscar, but Robert Diaz, def- especially Robert Diaz and um, Eric Gomez yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they treat me like family, and, and I, I definitely appreciate it. I definitely appreciate them. Uh, big shouts out to them. Um, they're part of my family as well. You must have trained hard takes. You look like you're just chilling on the couch now. Yeah, I am. I am. I trained. I trained twice today already. I'm just relaxing, man. Um, I was watching a little TV, um, and you know, after this, I'll probably do the same thing. Have you been watching a lot of the fights since they they've come back on? Or yes, I pretty much watch all of them. Uh, I, I I think it's good that boxing is back, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that boxing is back. Have you had any, obviously, um, there all the the promoters, they're using this, quote, bubble format where, um, you know, you got to stay on your floor, stay on your room in the whole nine yards. I'm sure you've had some friends already go through the process of fighting on some cards. Have you spoken to anyone about, you know, in terms of, you know, your preparation for that week, how that week, you know, um, how you're supposed to, you know, any just advice on how to handle that whole week? Yeah, I got a I got a little insight on a you know on a bubble. Uh, it was PBC, but um, you know things might be a little different with Golden Boy. But I, I got a little insight on how things will probably work, and you know we're preparing here, um, you know gathering our things and you know essentials that we need for for that type of environment, so to say. Some of the fighters I've spoken to said you use the word essentials, and I don't know if you're a gamer. I'm not a gamer. Is there an Xbox or PlayStation making the trip out to California with you? Definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. My PlayStation has to go. My PlayStation has to go. So that's going to help you pass a lot of the time, I would imagine. Yeah, it's going to help me pass a lot of the times. Uh, it's going to help me take my mind off of, you know, much of the food that I can't eat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right on my PlayStation. couple last questions. Anything you want to say out there to the fans in closing? Uh, just just stay tuned. Uh, this is the road to a world championship, another world championship. This time we're going to win. <laughs> this time we're going to bring it home. And, um, you know, I'm going to become a lot of people's favorite fighters in, in, in the next couple of years. And I promise you that. And, and, and if these fans want to see their new favorite fighter, where, where, where they find them on social media? On social media, uh, my Instagram and Twitter is uh, one of one X. That's O N E O F. The number one and an X behind it. Or you can search Lamont Rose Jr. Either or. And uh, Facebook is Lamont Rose Jr. Yeah. Way. When I put these videos up, I usually tag who I'm interviewing. I'm gonna have to search it because. Usually I just type the name in, and that's nowhere near your name. So, um, yeah. Well, Lamont, thank you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, we will see you August 28th against Neil John Tabano live on the zone from the Fancy Springs Resort, and uh, we'll talk to you along the way. All right. Thank have you. Day, man. Thank you. Thank you.